0: All right, um, another Experimental Couch Command podcast. Uh, With me today I have Isaac from Lobster Magnet Reviews.
1: Hey, uh, thanks for having me.
0: All right, and then also have with me MJ. Green salutations. Thanks for having me back. All right, we're doing a little quick podcast. We just want to talk about quickly, like, Ahsoka, his hit, and what we think about it. And this won't be another three-hour podcast. Uh, We're going to try to keep it under an hour. And just, you know, what we thought of it. So, um, Isaac, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm surprised you are wanted to go for me first. I think... Uh, the, but uh, since
1: you invited me, I will uh, dish in. I, I do not like it. I want to like it. Uh, I, I think so far it's a misfire. As of right now, I'm uh, team Chudiverse on uh, Ahsoka. I, I, I really, really want it to be good, but I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Rosario Dawson's a very talented actress. I don't know why she feels so stiff as Ahsoka mm-hmm. uh, and, and just kind of, like, stoic. Uh, I... I like I looked this up like when the fuck did or when the hell was Sabine Wren like force sensitive isn't her whole shtick being a Mandalorian uh, when was she Ahsoka's pr- apprentice like like when was this ever a thing weren't they, they like not really related and and it's like this kind of like uh, lesbian lover dynamic you,
0: you, when they're the right no. woman, you'll, you'll know
1: uh, that, that's the energy I got from it um, no,
2: there's a little bit of that there's definitely a little bit of that like I don't uh, are you guys, uh, uh, don't know about that, but yeah, um, no, sorry, go ahead, Isaac, sorry.
1: It's like, I, I want to, I'm trying so hard to like this. The production design is very nice. It seems like, you know, it doesn't look as cheap as like, um, Obi Wan did, uh, or, or uh, but it, at the same time, uh, I mean I don't think it's the worst we've seen from Disney Star Wars but like at this point where the you know uh Disney Star Wars is, is like a fighter that's kind of punch drunk I, I feel like you want to come stronger out of the gate uh, Dave Filoni this was your opportunity this is like the, the thing that you made for this was like to show your skills <laughs> that you could transition from the, the cartoon world to like get into the live action because as someone pointed out live action means this story and these characters are deserved for the widest possible consumption. I'm sorry animation fans, that's just how it is, that's just how we perceive things the highest authority is when it's in live action uh, uh, but <laughs> Dave's,
2: Dave's been in live action with The Mandalorian For quite a while, all three seasons.
1: That that even like confuses me more. Like I feel like Dave's had like stronger Mandalorian episodes than this. Uh, What is going on? Why does this have like you know Spider-Man Lotus fan film energy from from like you know pretty good talent? Uh, it, it, it also has, like, a lot of tropes that I've come to hate from the Disney era of Star Wars. Why does the – you have to find a map to find the military general? Why are we going on Win- Indiana Joe McVinney to, to find, like, uh, 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 military leaders? You have to go You're, into, like, wait, wait. secret, wait, wait. You're, secret You're saying it looks impulse.
0: like this? You're saying it looks like this? <laughs> Come on now! I, I, oh, I, I heard whispers about the, about.
1: The I don't Spartan know about this. Lotus. No, yeah, this. I,
2: I don't wow, think it okay. looks um, like
1: that. But I think some of the performances <laughs> from uh, what's your McCall um, uh, Rosario Dawson and whoever's playing Sabine and even Hera kind of reminded me of that 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 kind of like a film fan level of uh, talent.
0: I am. I'm. I. Wow. I, I I I'm a, I, I I'm a, I can't help but want to go next. Um, if okay, MJ, MJ you go from, you go next. What what, what do you think?
2: Um, I was I didn't expect
0: this at all, Isaac.
2: <laughs> I'm I guess I'm a little more uh, centrist and uh, trying to be more of the realist with it, and I'm enjoying it so far because it's. Gr- I, I was a fan of Clone Wars and the Rebels. It's great seeing these characters on screen, I'm still kind of uh, trying to figure out if I really like some of their live-action interpretations. Um, oh. The production value is great. Great. The music is oddly persistently stoic and almost foreboding, and I'm trying to figure out how that really fits in, because that doesn't even fit in at all with the vibe coming out of Rebels. That was never the vibe in any part of Rebels. But, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I really like the... Uh, Rosario, Dar- Ro- yeah. Rosario Dawson iteration of Ahsoka because she's almost too stoic and galaxy weary for me. Almost like Snips is completely dead, and if you've seen Clone Wars or Rebels or Clone Wars, you understand who Snips is. But um,
0: uh, real quick I'm on all, that I'm one, more, real quick because like people keep on bringing okay. up her being stoic now. Like she's post Return of the Jedi. Like she has seen she's seen a lot of shit by this point in time. She is one of my one of the things that hurts me the most that I still don't believe Anakin would have done it but like yeah she's faced Anakin and it almost looked like Anakin was going to kill her and uh, I'm sure that might have shaken her I know Anakin would not have done that um, but yeah she's but seen a lot was dead. it was
2: Vader remember
0: I don't
2: think <laughs> that
0: Anakin would do it that well. bothered me so much
2: Right, right, but um, anyway, yeah, yeah, um, basically Ahsoka is Rebels Season Mm 5 in live action. Anybody who says otherwise is not paying attention, and I know plenty of other people, aside from you, Isaac, who refuse to watch the animation, I don't know if it's (laughs) because you don't prefer animation, but they refuse to watch animation because they don't think, and I quote, that it should be canon, which is not ridiculous, (laughs) and I'm laughing all the way to the bank when they've been watching all of Mandalorian and all these other shows, and all this stuff from Rebels and Clone Wars keeps popping up, and they are like, what's going on with that? i like, I have to explain. But um, anyway, um, it would be interesting to see where it goes. Uh, the new Disney persistence on trying to justify the sequel trilogy and in increments here and there uh. in the last five, three years it is kind of wearing at me a little bit, but I'll give it a chance with this and see what they could possibly do with it, but we'll see. All right. Um
0: then my take is uh uh I liked it a lot. Surprise. Uh yeah. I um so like going into it uh all female cast uh it, it of course once again like I I've even thought of a spiel so that I can cover myself from saying I don't have a problem with female casts, which is like um in in some fictions you don't even notice it because the story is so good such as uh annihilation like all female cast not no one ever notices or mentions it because the, the story just whisks you away and each one of the characters to, is, is uh is uh full and flush, and, and you're you're just in the story and i i felt that here like i went in here all distrustful like guns drawn and i, I leaped onto ahsoka's ship and like saying freeze you you freaking posers and then they're like hey keith i'm like huh wait it is you like i did really feel that with sabine with Ahsoka, I'm feeling it, actually. Like, uh, I know that she is stone, but uh, she's lived through so much. She has seen so much loss. Like, this is post, like, finally Anakin Skywalker's dead. And, like, yeah, I can see her getting to this point. So, the only person that I questioned was Hera. Uh, She's close. Like, Hera is, like, hugely important to me. Like, she's Near Luke Skywalker levels of like beloved. Uh, she's a kind, great leader um, and a great pilot, and uh, she's my favorite character on Rebels. So
2: it's yeah, hard I, to I, match. Mm-hmm. Right, and I, I kind of got that vibe from Mary Elizabeth Winstead's performance. Like, they can tell she's trying to be Hera, but she doesn't have the same charisma that Hera had in the cartoon. I, in the I animation. appreciate.
0: I appreciate how humble it seems Mary Moses Winstead is about like, cause like I thought she was like going to stomp on in girl boss it. Like I'm Hera and you guys go like it or else or whatever. Like, but instead she seems to, she's, I, I, I enjoyed that. I saw that she's fully aware that there are people who love this character and they just want her to bring it to life. And she is trying. So I appreciate it. It's just like, that's a tough act to follow true
1: um oh, yeah let you finish it off but I, I, i'm kind of curious like uh poke and prod so my experience is like I, i'm not full rebels and clone wars you know i haven't seen it all I, i'm kind of like when something big was going in Clone Wars, and then I would like watch clips or like full episodes on YouTube when I wanted to like, ooh, Darth Vader's back, or ooh, uh, what should we call it? Uh, Darth Maul has a, a brother, Savage Oppress, mm-hmm. ooh, 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 Darth Maul's back. Ooh, that's a really good vocal performance. Ooh, shit. Ooh, this scene where uh, Ahsoka and uh, Anakin are completing. Oh, this is fire. This is great. Uh, ooh, the Bendu, He's really cool. Uh, ooh, you just popped k- k- it. K-
0: special moments like when yeah. like you <laughs> see, like <laughs> Pretty the
1: buzz when, when the sure. buzz would come up i would see the context clips but i wouldn't do do the uh, the, the greater work ooh uh, what should we call it uh, uh what's her name uh, sabine uh, sabine right yeah, yep. Sabine. Uh, Sabine's got the dark saber. Ooh, the dark saber is cool. So I would like pop in when like the, uh, when when like the the buzz moments would like kind of like reach a wider uh, uh, frame of nerddom. So I guess that's where like uh, like out of all the one the like Disney shows, I feel like this one justifies the mostly female cast more so than any of those others because they they put in the work to. Um, uh, build up these characters, they put in the work to get the engagement for these characters, which mm-hmm. is, I, I guess, wh- kind of why, I, like, I'm scratching my head. Like, was there a point where they ever implied that, like, Sabine was force sensitive or she was going to be Ahsoka's Padwan?
0: Only, um, the only tiny hint of that is that, like, you, uh, in, the, in the current canon, you have to have, like, some kind of force sensitivity to affect the uh, the use of a lightsaber. And like the dark crystal wait, is a what? cyber crystal, right? What? Yeah. Uh, to be uh, able Devil's- use it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Selena. The- to be able to properly use it successfully in combat. Uh,
1: okay, well, I, I okay, get I
0: that. Pump, you pump could still like, turn like, it on. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. You could definitely turn it on. Like right, uh, we but saw like, Han Solo um, do it.
2: They they actually started touching on this a little bit even in Rebels because um, you remember when Sabine was the one that found the dark saber in the Night Sisters. Um, fortress on Dar- dathomir mm-hmm. and she's one who brought it back and then Kanan and ezra were teaching her how to wield it and Kanan was trying to teach her that she has to connect with the blade and open herself up but he even made a sideways comment that um sabine was so caught up in herself and her life that uh, she was partially blocked from connecting with the force and understanding that connection so that she could properly wield the darksaber and that was part of that arc when the darksaber showed up in rebels was her Opening up to herself, let alone to the Force, and then turn into this whole big character arc. Let alone, you know, being Force sensitive. So, and like, it, it expands yeah. further into that whole thread. That forgive me for saying this. They started touching on in the Last Jedi is that anyone can be a Jedi or can be connected to the Force, and can I'm going to push back on be that because that's,
0: that's always been a thing. Always not Last Jedi. Ugh. Well, they, they punched Ugh.
2: it harder in Last Jedi. They tried to make well, it a bigger point in Last Jedi. I, I well, guess, since we sorry. have
1: the screen, could we go to a new tab and then just type it, Is Sabine uh, Ren Force-sensitive?
2: Not outright. And even uh, Hun Yang in uh, Episode 2 was of uh, Ahsoka, ah! here, he was talking about how she's... <laughs> At least not uh, in the way Jedi are. All right, all right. So there's
1: something there, because uh, like I guess that's my biggest. I, I guess we're supposed to assume in like you know the timeline of the original trilogy where like you know the rebels are doing their shit because it's still the series ends before the beginning of a new hope, right?
0: So so like here, you like, I'm i I I i I'm, I love me some Star Wars. I've I, I played like the games and the the I've read like the books from the tabletop RPGs. And part of it is like like everyone has a connection to this Force and like it's possible, depending on your like your spirit, your soul, that you can have a strong connection. So that since Sabine is a has a great soul and as a warrior, therefore the force within her can connect to her uh the kyber crystal so she can effectively use it and she can be trained at all. But like if she was truly like Jedi force sensitive, then she could do it even better and probably walk a different path. But this is what I, she is. And therefore like since there's very few of them, um that would make and like you know you find one person at all who tapped into it even a little bit to wield the saber would make it so that uh, Ahsoka would see her as an apprentice.
1: I, I guess my my big issue is like I wish there was a comic or like a one stop special to like give us this like Ahsoka Sabine uh, Jedi a uh, Padawan apprentice arc as opposed to like acting like uh, it, it's like this yes. incredible.
0: The exact, yeah, her being an exact apprentice has
2: never happened in, I don't think it ever happened in the fiction that we saw, right?
0: It wasn't in Rebels,
2: but I get the feeling that the next six episodes are going to have a lot of flashbacks, because there's a lot of backstory missing about Ahsoka from the time that Ezra saved her from being killed by Vader on Malachor when he yanked her through the portal in the World Between Worlds, which was another Dave Filoni device that I just so love. Just before Vader almost stopped Um, himself from killing her. You can convince yourself all you want, I but that was I the that was the look of death on his partially exposed face. But do anyway. Do right. um, anyway. Um, yeah, I get the feeling there's going to be a lot of flashbacks because they're going to explain... I get the feeling they're going to get into a little bit of what happened to Ahsoka after she tried to get off Malcor and whatever she was doing during the Rebellion and her me- hooking up with uh, Sabine and Hera again and that whole crew and Yep, taking yep. on Sabina as a Padawan a and getting all that, yeah. Because there's, a, I... we definitely know there's going to be a flashback of Ahsoka uh, with Anakin back during the Clone War days.
0: That's I wonder gonna... if it'll
2: be on the same set at the same time. Um, as far from what I've heard, there's going to be a younger actress cast to play the younger Ahsoka. Uh-huh. For those flashbacks, it's not going to be Rosario. Uh that makes sense. The oh, well. Part of me still hopes that they bring Ashley Eckstein back in to play the younger Ahsoka because uh, she is smaller in stature than Rosario Dawson, so she could probably get away with it, but... Uh, justice for so, Ashley, but, Yeah, while um, we never saw it in the
0: fiction, to me, it does make sense. Post Return of the Jedi, where they're trying to rebuild um,
2: Jedi, uh, Ahsoka um, definitely turned to Sabine for actually, uh, potential. Actually, I think it was... After the rebels finale and it was during the rebellion the war against the um, Empire okay but,
0: but uh, I would even say uh, even then like yeah, that's a definitely a time of need that you would type in that training so I, I, I it makes sense but it was definitely not like the way it's implied in the show that this was like a season-long arc that we, we that we saw that were continuing this is like
2: oh yeah no I figured it'd be like a one episode flashback to this is when they originally tried you know, the Padawan master dynamic and why it failed horribly and probably um, just posted against uh, Anakin and Ahsoka for how Anakin was teaching her and all that fun stuff. Let's see. So, like it, it so uh, Isaac, it, it doesn't,
0: it just completely missed it. Cause like, uh, like I said, I was, I'm, I was ready to, I brought my, my hater pants. I was ready to, <laughs> to wag my finger at it. And I was like, all female cast huh well i bet you guys hate... oh wait oh you're just doing it because cuz uh it kind of even makes sense here cuz like um in the rebels uh Sabine Wren is the only person in the cast that never really completed a, a like a, a fully realizing arc where like uh, Ezra yeah Ezra became like the true final hero uh Ahsoka is the greatest arc we've ever seen Kanan got his Zeb is always meant to be support so yeah, so it makes sense that she should be front and center uh for this arc. Um one
2: surprises me that you had your hater pants on, considering that you watched all of Rebels and Clone Wars like I yep, did and, yep, and, yep, and Dave me yep. the guy who contr- the front the front man for those two series was the front man for this. So I was kinda surprised that you're I know, for it. You're right. You're <laughs> right. Like I
0: should've I I should have definitely he hasn't missed with me yet. But like I think um I've been so sour after like how the Mandalorian went down, and then like I'm still Last Jedi mad, and just like any tiny hint of them trying to sneak in, just so you know, the seagulls coming, like that makes me hate it. So like I was worried, like what if there's so much influence I can't even recognize Sabine. Uh, and Hera and Ahsoka. But- See,
2: even even Mando season three. I'm kind of surprised you have you're down on it that much because a lot of season three of Mando fed a lot off of Rebels and Clone Wars. I mean, that was a lot of felony constructs that are flowing throughout that entire season. I enjoyed it more than most.
0: Like, uh, like people were mad every second of that season. Where <laughs> I enjoyed like the the space battles and I, I yeah I enjoyed some of it. It's just that overall feeling of it felt like. uh... Uh, John Favreau was uh, packing up his and it toys up. and leaving. Yeah. It.
2: Yeah. So that but... didn't,
0: it just didn't feel right. Like something was off. So I was like, is this going to carry over into Ahsoka? But like, even like, uh, I'm enjoying like, the color palette, even. There's like yeah, it's um, a much more varied color palette, which is uh, yeah. very nice. Yeah. I, it has to come from since he's a, like, a cartoon guy. But yeah, the varied colored palette is just like, I, I, I kind of had like this kind of like almost summer day feeling of playing with. Like Star Wars toys, it felt great. I, I guess another thing that kind of like
1: rubbed me the wrong way was that like scene where they're like doing the thing in Lothal. I mean, it's kind of nice that like, oh, we're going to go to spend time in Lothal, the planet where we spend most of the time of Rebels. But like, I, I hated the whole sort of like, um, where she's, they're like, you know, we're, we're doing a uh, rebel day and we're ha- having fun. And then she like goes on the speeder bike and she's like, you know, she's such a rebel. She can't uh. even take an easy publicity. She she's got to like run away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I kept on waiting.
0: Yeah. I was watching, I was watching, like, waiting for my moment to go, okay, that's why she did that. And then it just never came like, it, yeah, it was really fake, two dimensional. She's so hip and cool. She can't be tied down to your, no, your no, no, rituals.
2: No, see, that's that's Disney Star Wars leaking through again because yes. everything Lucasfilm has to have your main protagonist who's clearly clinically depressed and is fighting through some stuff in their own head that they just can't get past. So you gotta show them with their life just totally repressed and shambles or whatever, and somebody has to come swooping in and knocking them off of their knocking them out of their head and just go, come on, we need you to help out and save the day, and uh, okay, fine Shovel's feet goes off. <laughs> yeah, uh, It's, uh, the, it's, it's the, such it's a the dramatic dynamic that, Lucasfi- that Disney Lucasfilm has used, and I'm just tired of it. Just stop. You did it with Indy, you did it with most of the, <laughs> it was the sequel trilogy, just stop. So- it, it's... It, it, it also,
1: like, uh, what was my thought? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the witch that they rescue from the, the 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 two evil Jedi maybe Sith. We're not quite mm-hmm. sure yet. Um, why didn't she look, <laughs> look like the witches of Danthemir? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Pull pull that image up. They they're like they got these cool red outfits. They've got this like white face paint. They're they're very visually striking. Like, I I did really I appreciate in Rebels and um, Clone Wars where like Dave Filoni took like these really big. Um, yeah, here uh, she is. Uh, yeah, yeah she swings
0: but yeah this she, is uh <laughs> yeah okay so okay hold on hold on hold on we haven't found out yet like they're they yeah. we, 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 we've just uh, gotten into this maybe in, by episode like three uh someone uppercuts her and she falls into a pool of water and she comes up and they're like all like that makeup is just skin makeup and she's like got the white stuff underneath and she's all mirrored out so Maybe there's a reason. I so. or maybe, so. So. Well, or maybe David, this is not their natural look, and maybe they're human underneath this.
2: Well, what that's what I was trying to remember, and I didn't have time to look back. What happened? Because I thought Maul and his brother destroyed yeah. the Night Sisters on Dathomir. No, yeah, so yeah, type in like, Night
1: Sisters. The the design is great. Like I would love to see that in live action.
2: Yeah, are they human? It's Like I oh, want okay. to it's Saj Ventress, but they kind of killed Earth bastards. <laughs> Wait, when did the size Ventress die? Uh, I, read, I read somewhere she died at towards the end of the Clone Wars series, and I'm like, I don't remember that, and I'm always meant to go back and double check that. But they're full blooded humans. Ah, uh, I guess they're painted up.
1: Or well, that's a, that's a good that's a good observation. Uh, I like my head canon, Unless someone tells
0: me otherwise, I like to think oh, it was force magic. I, I always thought they, yeah, I, I always thought they were different. I thought they were aliens this entire time. I didn't know they are human. All right. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, there we go. So, um...
1: I just want, like, but, that cool design. I, these are, like, all, all like, just a little... I guess all of these are, like, kind of red flags that, like, put me off of it. Because, like, I, I do... I'm rooting for Dave Filoni. I love the idea that he's, like, finally got to step up to the plate uh and make the great live-action ones. But They're just, like, you know, all these, like, red flags that are making me, like, uh you know screaming out loud and you see even like people who like um, there should be a mark uh, for this kind of like rejecting it like uh, uh g- game spot uh like uh, they uh, every now and then do like major geek properties mm-hmm. and they, they were like 2 out of 10 and uh <laughs> i was like oh oh god you, you guys should be uh, loving this this is like everything that you're you're supposed to be uh, be about um it seems like both of you had a much better experience as a uh, long-time Clone Wars and uh, Rebels fans.
0: Yeah, that does sound like because, like, I asked my Facebook, like my friends. So, how much are you bothered by not watching the the the, car- the cartoons? And everyone was like saying, "Nope, I'm in. I, I they dug it." And, and the reason why I'm looking uh, for Ahsoka ship is like uh, the interior. You know, when that table comes up from the floor.
2: Yeah, I thought uh, that was an odd feature. <laughs> I, that's It's, a prat- saber, it's, it's
0: but... practical. That's not a special effect. It's a practical effect.
2: Right. No, that, yeah. I was just thinking about the ship design. Like, okay, so you're going to waste space below for that being retracted. Oh, to have yeah. Cargo but... space. Okay.
0: To me, that's part of, like, Star, Star Wars design that I love. Uh, ugly things that piss me off. Uh, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I like doing. If you have a dumb wing that doesn't do anything, it just, like, I, I, kind of, I, I love it. Yeah. I love that. Like, the, <laughs> thank you. Like, it just goes vertical. Oh yes, exactly what I went. But inside the ship, like I was very like. Uh, um, later, we will have an interview with my buddy Josh Roth, who is the prop designer on Ahsoka, and I was really just blown away when he told me that the 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 table coming up from the floor was a practical effect. Like Ooh. the way the way it moved, the way it came up so cleanly, I thought it was CGI.
2: So. Yeah, it looks cool, but, you know, practically, like, what, what the hell? I mean, but...
0: well, it, it, um, was, I mean, Practically, if you're that.
2: Sorry, Jedi, but... you have training space
0: or meeting space.
2: Well, yeah, that's They do need the training space, don't they? It, mm-hmm. it must have been an Ahsoka custom job. She must have taken it into Corellia to have it uh, detailed and custom work done. It's pre-Empire. It's right? rims.
0: It's, it's pre-Empire, so she's had time to put some, some work into it. I love that I, ship. I love I, it
1: so I guess, much. I guess another sort of, like, thing that kind of bugged me is that, like, Sabine Wren is, like, so ingrained in Mandalorian and we spent so much time with Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the reason why is, like, you know, take uh, the credit away from Ahsoka to have Din Jarin or Boba Fett come in and say hello. But, like, you know, I, I'm more interested in, like, where Sabine uh, stands within the, all the developments we've seen in Mandalorian culture than she is is like, a burgeoning yeah. Jedi apprentice.
2: They'll prob- I get the feeling they are going to stop by Mandalore, because uh, that's... I don't know if you guys looked at the map that they showed um, in the post-credits, or in the uh, end credits. Um, that's been dissected left, right, and everywhere on Reddit, and apparently a bunch of planets that are featured in Clone Wars and Rebels and other parts of Star Wars are on the path to this other galaxy that the Purgle... Wist, Thrawn, and uh, Ezra away. Um, Mandalore is on the path between there and that galaxy out there. So, Where's where this on the
1: timeline? Does this take place after Season uh, oh,
2: supposedly it, It's in parallel with Mando Season 3. Is it this map here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, looks, oh somebody overlaid the names on top of it. Nice. Yeah, so a good amount of the path it looks like that they're going to be following to follow the path that the Purgle took Thrawn and Ezra back to the far galaxy, which my personal theory is that Thrawn and Ezra were whisked away to the home galaxy for the Purgle. and Because if you remember the episode of Rebels that the Purgle first showed up, uh, as as just so you know, Isaac, this is Rebels background for you, um, yep. Ezra had this um, connection through the Force to most of the animals in the galaxy, and that's how he was able to communicate with the Purgle when uh, they first encountered them. And he found out that they were on a journey from that point that they first encountered them back to their home galaxy, and the Purgle are lightspeed-capable animals. This is a hmm. Dave Filoni invent- er, device. This is what Rebels and Clone Wars was full of. That's why everybody getting their underwear and a twist about Ahsoka. I'm used to Dave Filoni's narrative style, so it doesn't bother me too much.
0: We've seen lightspeed um, animals in Star Wars before.
2: live action? Uh, comic books. Ah, uh, Yeah. Not live action. The actual <laughs> name for Star Wars that my anti-animation friends are all so about. Are you yeah. are you against uh lightspeed animals? No, it, it's it, it's another day of felony thing. It just it, that's just the kind of stuff that you have to expect when it comes to watching anything that Dave Filoni is involved with or writes. I mean, he he comes up with these fun fantasy ideas that just make you go, mm, but this is sci-fi, and you got to suppress that sci-fi part watching this and go more. Star than Wars
0: is sci-fi fantasy. You're you're definitely doing both. Like that, they're going oh, to another is, galaxy,
2: but I mean, it, it, they swing so wildly back and forth. Sometimes, sometimes it's hard sci-fi, sometimes it's hard fantasy, and. You know, some people have a hard time finding that middle. My brain, sadly, kind of swings that way sometimes, too, where it's like, oh, it's fantasy, it's fine. Oh, wait, no, there needs more sci-fi. I can't explain my brain sometimes, but...
0: Yeah, so long as they don't start bringing up time dilation ever, I'm fine with it. Well,
2: that's why the world between worlds makes me a little twitchy, (laughs) because I knew as soon as they brought that up in Season 4 of Rebels, and... Ezra saw Ahsoka fighting Vader, like, no, don't do it. Don't reach for that portal. Don't di- no, don't say oh, they save the Ahsoka. Damn. I yeah, I I, I, you, I, I, completely... you, I you Yeah, I know you don't think Vader would have killed her, but no, I No no he would
0: that that, that, I wasn't gonna go there though. Um oh, okay, while, he, while he while while Vader would never do that, um I would say that Um I agree with you on it being a cheat. And because I'm so against Vader killing Ahsoka I I I am completely open to this fakeness, this this cheat, this 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 nasty thing that he did. Like I don't care. Like they can cheat. Like this is like me turning my a blind eye because I'm okay. I'm a, They cheated for something I wanted. But you're He's right. Wanted to talk it back? Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, if she's going to go down, it's not going to be by accidentally uh, Vader carrying through with his swing when he wouldn't have done that.
2: I, yeah, I don't know. I mean it's the the plot armor when it comes to anything Vader and the people he was closely associated with, like the end of Obi Wan, Obi Wan should've annihilated Vader when he had him pinned down. But um, no, walk away. No oh, I'm the bigger man now, I'm fine, I'll just let the obvious uh, galactic threat survive like giving right. me a <laughs> pepping break. Um <laughs> You had to do over to finally finish him. Finish him.
0: <laughs> um also, when it comes to Ahsoka's plot armor, is now through the goddamn roof. Like, there's meta going on with her, uh, and also in story stuff going on with her that make her pretty much indestructible for all time. Like, ah, but so, do you think she'll survive the end of her own series? Yeah, I do. Because, like, no, so she's totally um, going she to. Yeah, she's she has. She's just, is all the Join,
1: join the Star Wars Avengers and the Filoni, uh movie where all the Disney like, TV shows come together. I don't Disney's, know. I don't well, well, know. I, let I, let, I let me tell you it. all the
0: stacks. All the stacks really quickly. Okay. Um, Disney, current Disney Star Wars, they want a woman to be the main, most important thing ever. Oh, and... calm down. No, no, they do. <laughs> they do. And it's it's fine. Like, I understand the point of view creativity comes from. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, <laughs> they do. Therefore, she is that. She's also beloved. She has a legit legacy. Uh, she has a great design. She has a design that's so good that she could be a logo herself. She's re- de- redesigned enough from her original form into the Disney form that if uh, royalties is a thing on, like, original creations, they have remixed her enough so that they don't have to pay anything. So all the, all that meta on top of that makes her unstoppable. Then in the story, um, I've been doing, like, you know, a little research on what she's gone through. And, like... uh. Do you guys remember? She's kind of part goddess. What? I forgot that part. Yeah. Like when they went to like that one world that had like the uh, force gods in it, um, Ahsoka legit oh, completely died. Yeah. And to get her life back, the goddess gave her life. And that owl that we see come sometimes showing up with her is the owl of the goddess.
2: Oh, that's right. The owl.
0: Yeah. So like meta and in story, she is a freaking walking uh, tank. She can't be destroyed. <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, she's so
2: well designed. She could be a logo. So expect until, her until you find out that the only way she made it off Malcor is she had to sacrifice that guy's part of her, and the owl sacrificed itself so that she could escape Malcor and get up, get off, and resume being Fulcrum for the rebellion.
0: Well, here is the other problem that I noticed <laughs> in uh, Galaxy's Edge, like. And the thing that's kind of ruined Star Wars is everything in the story moves toward the final form of a product that can sell forever. So, like, Mm -hmm. you have, like, uh, the Mandalorian Grogu. Like, a good story for them would have been for them to be separated, for Din to keep growing and change into whatever he's going to be, and Grogu to grow with Luke Skywalker. But you want to sell them toys, yo, and merchandise. And they are together in those merchandise. So you have to undo good story. Like, you can't complete things. So you cannot kill Ahsoka. That's a good point. That did kind of annoy me.
2: Well like, can we just... (laughs)
0: <laughs> me about me just saying she's a female god I'm, i wouldn't stop it there guys i wouldn't stop it. but there.
1: The, but the star wars like the, most of the characters like you know didn't jaren isn't probably gonna die i'd say like most of the leads are, with the exception of andor all have like pretty <laughs> significant plot armor
0: yeah um i even thought like the reason why they did uh rogue one like they did is because they're like it was like i knew it was, it was supposed to be like an experiment to see like can they make Star Wars without the original heroes like can they that's not connected to anything and they they proved they could, but they they wanted to experiment with that and then kill everybody off so we can stop being bothered for making toys with them ever again but then like I think like out of like all the Star Wars, like Rogue One is the only one that everybody goes, you know that one was was pretty good except for me i will say it wasn't that bad, but since it was the only good one they they're still pulling and or back into it, but they wanted to cut that universe off.
1: I think they did say in the Andor, uh, or like the showrunner, Tony Gilroy, did say mm-hmm. that like the second, Andor is only going to be like two sec- seasons and the second season is going to lead up in- to like right to the beginning of Rogue One, if I'm correct, right?
0: Yep. Yep, that's fine. I plan. can see it. Like the, all of them are legit actors and creators, so like um, they don't want totally. us to get locked down into Star Wars, like how actors
2: are trying to get away from Marvel. Though the that's, true heroes of Andor are the writers, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> true, yeah.
2: Sure. Oh, and the actors, man, they—they, they, oh, yeah, they're right. great. But no, that—that—that's the thing about Andor is the writing in that show is so thorough and well thought out. I mean, DJ did make the point when we were, during the Star Wars episode we did that it didn't really have a satisfying finale, but that's because you know it's going to have another season. So, mm-hmm. but. It, 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 you, you're not sitting there and it's like poking holes and making fun of it like we do with all these other Disney Star Wars series. Like, why did they do this? Why did they do that? Who the hell thought that was a good idea? I mean, Andor, you can barely say that.
0: Okay, but then, um, going back, uh, like, we, we, we're trying to be quick about this. We're going to stay focused. Right. Uh, do you have anything that you want to finish up saying about Andor, though? I cut you off. I apologize.
1: So you mean Ahsoka or Andor?
0: Um, Andor. I cut him off. And, oh, all right, okay. and then for Ahsoka, um... Uh, The last question I have would be, until until we do final thoughts and close this up, is um, what do you think it's trying to do, and do you think it's doing well? Uh, I'll go first so you guys can think about it. And I'm mostly curious about Isaac, because, like, man, you freaking stomped this thing out like it had (laughs) no redeeming qualities
1: all right. I, like I, I don't want to seem like I'm I'm mean. Like I, I'm rooting no, no, for no. everything this show is like trying to do. Uh, but like it, it just like out of the
0: gate, it did not impress me. Yeah, because it it does sound like. Am I right that like how much because like, it, it, it's getting it has so much goodwill for me because of Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, uh, and that, I, it I
1: might think be... it's it's completely earned that, and I, 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 I yeah, yeah. So I, I hope it delivers on what you what you, what you what you think it will be. Uh, but like as someone who's like appreciative of that goodwill and seeing the good material and thinks it's good, you know, I, I felt let down. Uh, but mm-hmm. sorry, what was your original question though? Uh, okay, just so understand.
0: um, uh, what do you think it's trying to do, and how well do you think it's doing it? So um, what, well, I, oh, so so what, I'm gonna go first. Mm-hmm. uh uh, and I, so what I think it's uh, what it was trying to do is that it's trying to reboot excitement for Star Wars again. And that it's doing for me everything that I wanted them to do from the start, uh, which is uh, don't redo stories again. Show me what else and who else is in this world. And I feel it's doing a good job of like not being a new hope again. Um, it's not copying. uh we thought Boba Fett was going to be like with what we did with the Mandalorian. Like, I really feel good in here where everything's such a. I have now stepped off a spaceship into Star Wars onto a Tuesday, and like, this is what's kind of finally unfolding in this world. And I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I think they're, to me, so far, so far they're being su- uh, successful. Uh, my only regret, the only thing, my only gripe is please, like, um, Star Wars is the place I go for post-racial, post-sexism. Like, uh, as a kid, when we used to play RPGs, like there was discussion, and me being a little upset that like anytime we're in like a like Earth medieval setting, I can't play a character that looks like me. Star Wars, there's no excuse. Everything's clean, so boys and girls should be able to play together. That's all I want. So please give me some good boy heroes in this show. (laughs) That's my only gripe. All right. um... Isaac, are you ready? Do you, you want to yeah. jump in this? Uh, All
1: right. So I, I think um, the show's trying to, has this weird middle ground between Dave Filoni trying to set up to, up to George Lucas's shows while also giving Kathleen Kennedy her dream show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think on one level, this is the Star Wars girl power hour, but like I said with the Barbie movie, um, I, I think it's more warranted here than something like The Mandalorian or other things that we've seen, uh, but like something's not clicking um things just feel off for me uh, i i don't know if it's like interference with dave filoni not being able to do 100 what he does i don't know if it's just like um something is not quite clicking between the a- acting and directing and, and it just uh sort of feels off so I, I i don't think it's hitting um the two things it needs to do okay uh, can, uh, can and- you uh,
0: say really quickly like you have an example of like what's not clicking between
1: um, the performances, uh, I think that's the big thing that they, they, they like. Um, I, I I thought Dave Filoni. Uh, I've seen him do better directing. Uh, and, and the characters just feel much stiffer. Even Rosario Dawson feels stiffer than she was in Book of Boba Fett and, um, mm-hmm. her one episode of Ahsoka and Mandalorian Season 2, where it doesn't seem like she's just drive. She seems like much more serious than I would expect for, like, the gray Jedi who's kind of, like, tossed aside the no emotion shackles of, uh, the Jedi training. And and also, like little things, like I I hate the fact that we're doing a MacGuffin uh, hunt. I don't know why. (laughs) Thrawn is not a mystical character. Uh, He shouldn't have an Indiana Jones map from Evil Night Sisters to go find him. Um, I, (laughs) I, I think if he's working with Imperials, they should just know where he is. Uh, I, I think that's really stupid. I think we're, <laughs> we're, at, a level of... <laughs> we're we
0: are in cheesy pulp fiction, pulp science fiction, like that, and, like and, I, we, Indiana Jones type space stuff. You do you use MacGuffins,
2: right? But the, the, that's why that's why one thing for any of the non animation watchers, I did recommend that they at least watch the Rebels series finale when Thrawn and Ezra were whisked away in the chimera by hmm. the Purgle to wherever the hell they were going. Because that it gives you a little bit of a taste of Dave Filoni's rebel storytelling style, style which I said before, as I pointed out before is kind of important to understanding how this whole jumbled mess works. Um, having <laughs> an idea of why, having an idea of why they're looking for Thrawn and Ezra. Now, the one thing that did annoy me is that they all, for some reason, Hera and the rest of the rebelling the New Republic thought that Ezra and Thrawn were dead. At no point in the Rebels finale did they make it seem like they were dead. They were just whisked away by the Purgle. So just the passage of, passage of time doesn't mean they're dead. That kind of annoyed me when they had Hera say that. But, mm.
1: was, remind me, was Thrawn in The Mandalorian Season 3 where they had that Imperial Council? No.
2: No. They referenced yeah. him, but they, he was not there. Okay. Uh,
1: it, it's so weird that like, because uh, like, I, I feel like Thrawn is like military, uh, uh, you know, Star Wars versus like fantasy Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So to like, I, I might have to rewatch that ending. Now I'm kind of curious to see the end of Thrawn and him, uh, you know, sent off to space exile for the Purgle. But I, I just find the whole setup. Kind of uh, weird for that kind of character, who should be all about military and tactics and the uh, 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 you know more space laced uh, oh. military science fiction versus totally uh, fantasy I, science
0: fiction. I, I do agree on like making sense basis. Uh, yes, but uh, fantasy what? adventure, we got to have some MacGuffins. and also <laughs> and then well, also like then also the, the biggest problem with uh, Thrawn is like even in the books like they had to. Stoop to bad writing to beat him. Like they make him they made him so good that like yeah, like the writing around him gets to be a little iffy to make sense because he's way too smart.
2: So you didn't like how he was undermined and ultimately defeated in the end of the, Thro- the uh, throne no, trilogy from I Zahn? did
0: not. That the the, the okay. uh, like okay. reading it, I was like that's it? Like he wouldn't have uh, uh, twitch, twitch, twitch. Anyway. See, I thought Zahn set that up pretty well, but that was just me. But anyway. Mm. No, I, I wouldn't it's it's debatable. I just he yeah, he's really he's really smart. And it he I think his intelligence creates bad writing around him. Um uh, so wait, so uh, are we Isaac, are you finished with like what you feel it's trying to do?
1: versus what yeah uh, i feel like it's trying to set off the ultimate uh i feel like it's trying to dave filoni trying to like you know live out his dream of becoming the george lucas <laughs> chair while also keeping kathleen kennedy happy and and i yep. feel like he, he is exactly not that he, he is not quite like hitting the stride yet and, and uh the, well I, I guess we'll get into the final like what do we think this will mean for the legacy of star wars and going forward but uh i guess mj what, what do you think
2: the show is trying to do I think it's Dave Filoni trying to do the follow-up to Rebels that he always wanted to do because you could kind of tell from the end of the Rebel series that that was too there was too many threads left hanging to just let sit there that at some point he's going to come back to it and I'm kind of happy for him that he's able to come back to it. I, I do kind of see how you're looking at you know the Kathleen Kennedyisms are leaking in like. Showing yeah. that the New Republic is such a freaking mess and the remnants of the Empire are going to start recongealing and become a galactic threat and ultimately become the First Order! And oh my god! and Sequel trilogy puke. But, um... I don't know, I mean, just going forward, it's going to be the continuing education of Ahsoka Tano. They're going to be featuring Sabine more as the forefront because, Like Keith pointed out, she never really got much of a conclusive uh, finale to her arc in Rebels, and be nice to see her get that, and, you know, everybody see what's going to happen with Thrawn if they're going to actually keep going with Thrawn from here, and, you know, satisfy all the Legends fans out there who are like, you can't do that the Thrawn, we want to see more Thrawn! <laughs> so, I don't know, and, and I get the like I said before, I think there's going it's going to be very flashback heavy for a few episodes there, talking about some of the stuff that happened during the Rebellion for Ahsoka and Sabine, and, Everybody on the way to where we're at now in the series, and I don't know. I just I hope it doesn't. I hope Filoni gets the win out, and the Kathleen Kennedy isms don't win out at the very end. But do you uh, think it's I, succeeding in what it's trying to? Do? It's a good setup. It's very. It's a very Filoni. It's it's definitely leaning more towards the Filoni side right now for the setup for where they're going to go from here. But like I say, hopefully the Ken, Kathleen Kennedy isms don't win out at the end, and. I still get the hard feeling that Ahsoka won't survive the series and they're they're gonna be setting up Sabine to be the carrier of the torch for her and there's gonna be some background of you know I don't I, I don't know. I can only speculate about what they are ever gonna do with Sabine after the series, but I just mm. have to wonder if Ahsoka will actually survive the series.
0: Positive. Like that she she's money on the table. They can't say no. They can never say no. Especially for the strong female character. All right, uh, all right. Then, final thoughts. Are we ready for this? Sure. All right, any notes that we should be uh, touching on before we do this?
2: Uh, one final th- note. Um, that whole Captain Hoyle letting the Jedi on because he was calling their bluff at the beginning. Yeah, I hate it when Dave writes stupid shit like that. That was so stupid. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the fun part of that was, do you know who yeah. played the captain? Yes, Drake from Aliens yeah Mark Ralston,
0: that was private Drake himself, or what I call uh, him is uh marines <laughs> um, that, 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 that's a quick aliens joke. Um, so like there's like a part in aliens where uh, Hicks goes, Marines, we are leaving that many fans have thought that was what the line was for many years, but it was Drake, we are leaving. so that's why I called the guy in the chair <laughs> Marines, not Drake cause <laughs> anyway. I hope that made
2: sense. The joke that keeps going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good seeing Drake. Uh, That was really cool. Um, Oh, and if they use the map as a MacGuffin trick one more time, I'm going to punch J.J. Abrams directly in the face, because goddamn him for introducing it. I'm (laughs) so, so sick of it. Enough already. And, 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 sorry, this is the quick gripe section. Um, Ahsoka was smart enough to figure out how to... Open the to open the crypt and bring the map up out of the floor, <laughs> she but can't she can not figure out how to decipher and open up the map itself in space. She could do, do a Rubik's of- cube. What?
0: Because 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 uh, because um the the ruins took the the mind of a Jedi to do versus
2: the uh the kind um, of an artist them, to- exactly. To- kind to- of an <laughs> artist. Thank <laughs> you. To
1: fix the Rubik's cube. Yes.
2: I just, oh. I just hope Filoni doesn't write it in, so ah- Ahsoka later on goes, "See, that's why I didn't figure out the puzzle because I wanted you to, because the Force was telling me we were supposed to be back together, or some weird shit like that." I just, no, don't do it, Dave. Don't do it. I like meek, dangerous, emo chick. Um,
0: she is hot and she's awesome. And um,
2: the, listening I, to space punk, huh? <laughs> oh, that whole space punk track she was listening to when she was on her speeder racing away from the city in Lethal. That would be Sabine, not. Oh. Are you looking at the screen?
1: Wait, 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 who's the at? emo chat? Uh, oh, the the the
0: Apprentice. Uh, oh, yes.
1: no, uh,
2: the North's Apprentice.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like her stance. I like her kind of like her like little little like stoop that she does, and she kind of seems to always be shaking. And then like, there's like, uh, I I I uh, I, I like uh, certain tiny moves that people make in fighting, and I'm not sure of like, do you guys? About that, when you like watch your martial arts, like, like t- tiny moves they make,
2: I didn't notice how well formed a lot of the uh lightsaber battles work. I mean, even the uh stances that Ahsoka was taking in the fights that she was doing, like, damn, her, straight up, yeah. The, the first strike she does when she,
0: she attacks, um, it, when she's like just sprinting forward, she kind of crisscrosses her arms in front of her face and ignites her lightsaber. The coolest thing I've seen in a long time, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoy her. She's uh she's quite the fun character, and I I expect her to be um cosplayed a lot.
2: All right. Well, that and, uh, and uh, apparently uh her name uh, her name her name was Shin, and then uh, Balance Skull Skull and Shin are actually uh, names of creatures from Norse mythology. Shin
0: Haiti. Shin Haiti.
2: I is didn't see weird. what her last name was, but her name is Shin.
0: Yeah, it's right there on the screen, and
2: it's a weird yep. last name. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, Shin but, is a
0: good first name, is a has a good first Star Wars name.
2: Yeah, but apparently uh, Shin and Skull are names of mythical creatures from Norse mythology, and right. a lot of the uh characters that you see on that map in the uh, end credits that are attributed to uh whatever the faraway civilization that built that uh uh map point on cisto's Came from <laughs> A lot of those are Norse uh, runes, or look like Norse runes, so I'm kind of wondering what the Norse mythology angle is going to be on this moving forward, if like, uh, Skull and Shin are from a uh, Norse mythological wolves. planet, and they're a whole sect of uh, force wielders that are kind of creeping in on the side that uh, splintered off from the Jedi after the Jedi fell.
0: Yeah, uh, Doug, uh, Dave definitely does love his uh, his wolves. Oh, yep 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 that that part too yep right down to his character's name of Trapper Wolf. All right, final thoughts. Yep, um, let's do it. I, I, all right, uh, who wants to go first?
2: Uh, MJ, final thoughts. Um, final thoughts. I I like what's stubbed here to start. I'm hoping they don't belly flop towards the end like they Star Wars Disney series have a tendency to do, mm. but um. I'm hoping Dave wins out over the Kathleen Kennedy-isms and the last six episodes that we're going to see over the next six weeks are worth a damn. Oh, shoot. Uh, one other thing. Uh, we didn't make notice in, like,
0: I barely noticed uh, that he was a mystery while he was happening for some reason. But oh, um, um, the attack Murak. of Merrick. you guys know this? The Do you guys know
2: that this guy's a mystery? Uh-oh. Yeah, because he is masked, so you don't know who it is. Yeah, I just so figured, wielding like, an Inquisitor's lightsaber.
0: Yeah, for some reason I just figured he was a two hit point ninja. Um, but like, yeah, uh the big uh thing is they, they feel it's gonna be the, the Sam Witwer.
1: Playing a new character, but like isn't like Starkiller not a canon character? I thought he was like decanonized.
0: So uh let's see. Sam Witwer, his uh his name is in the credits, apparently. And then oh. also Starkiller's real name is M A R I K?
1: Oh. Uh, all right. That, that'd be a, a, like a big uh, mea culpa to the fans if they like figure out some way to reincorporate them, like from, Uh, You know, something from Legends. And re- uh, uh, All right. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see you know, what they do with that.
0: You know, I Sam, I think Sam might have made a, a good grown up um, Ezra. Now that, like, yeah, the. Girl power, they're doing this, so Ezra doesn't get to matter. I, I wonder if we get to see him. But I, I'm one of the few people who did actually love Ezra. I, I loved what a, a doofy character he was to build up into the, the hero that he became. Um, I have a weenie always, but I did like him. And it would have been cool to see him get to be like as equal as cool characters as everybody else and see the ghost crew get back together.
2: It was great to see him be less of a weenie after first season, that's for sure. Mm. But if they, they better show the ghost pretty soon. I mean, there was a tiny, teeny little cameo by the ghost when they were going on to the big mothership with the Ahsoka ship, but. Can't wait. Them, uh, I don't know their, where... Plus, Hera's son hasn't shown up yet either.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that, I, I, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what's different about the special effects going on, but the spaceship, um, the way the spaceships look on screen has just been fantastic. God, I love this. Yeah. Or right. love those ships. That that has been a huge standout to me in the show.
2: Yeah, see, anyway. this, this show is worth 200 million, not Secret Invasion.
0: Yes. So the, <laughs> this I can see where the 200 million may have went. Not sitting in someone's living room. <laughs> There's no way. All right. All uh, right. Isaac, final yeah.
1: thoughts. Um I'm a little less positive. I hope we get some flashback to justify the new status quo. Uh, You know, I was always kind of annoyed. I have to. Yeah, you need to sell it more than you have. Uh, like, I have a much higher higher barrier of entry. Uh, I, I don't think this bodes well for Star Wars as a whole. I feel like very soon we're going to be hearing articles about like, uh, drop viewership and then they're going to put it on free for on Hulu or, uh, you know, the I'm Disney Channel. I'm super curious ABC. about that. Yes.
0: The, uh, the, the ratings, uh, yeah, sorry. I'll go next. Yeah, go. Uh, oh, sorry.
1: I, I think we're going to start seeing that narrative. I don't think this is the savior of Star Wars. Uh, I hope it gets better and then it like, gets over the hump. I hope it's not like man, but like my, my gut tells me, I feel like when we see the end, we're going to kind of it's going to kind of be like Mandalorian season three, where you can see the outlines of like something good that was just like kind of put together in the worst way possible. Because, like, uh, I still contend that, like, on the surface level, uh, Mandalorian had, like, uh, all, all the uh, stuff for a, um, you know, a Star Wars fan's wet dream of, like, you know, uh, uh, Din Djarin helping uh, Bo-Katan reclaim her legacy and reform Mandalore and build a new Mandalorian civilization while he serves, like, the Mad Max to her Furiosa. Uh, but, like, it was just so haphazardly constructed con- it didn't feel like they were working to an end goal, just kind of, like, futzing around and stumbling on it by chance. Uh, and, and, like, uh, you know, uh, you, you see it a lot in shonen anime. The difference between, like, the really successful shonen anime and the um, ones that kind of sputter out of the gate and eventually get canceled in their manga form is mm-hmm. y- you got to kind of, like, set up what's your goal and how are, how, how is the character going to receive it? What do they want to do? What's the, the society that they're working for? What's the larger thing that you're going to... Um, introduced that gives the series legs um and it, it feels like uh, the Mandalorian didn't set it out. Uh, it just sort of like you know stumbled its way toward it. Hey, we're 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 getting Mandalore back. Oh, and, uh, you know at the last hour they like oh oh the Imperial remnants. Uh, guess what? They took over Mandalore versus like setting it up from the very beginning. Um, the Imperials are on Mandalore. Uh, Gus Fring is got is on Mandalore. Oh shit, he's he's building something. <laughs> um, you know that would have been much more effective and that's what I'm afraid Ahsoka's is going to be like it's going to be like mm-hmm. holy shit there's this incredible story of um uh, going to the world beyond worlds fighting Sith and uh, Ahsoka is a great Jedi navigating the new legacy of uh, force wielding and whatnot. Uh, but then it'll just be haphazard and feel time wasty and we'll get an episode that like spends an hour on some character we've never met before uh, so, so, so I, I, I'm worried uh, I, I'm glad to hear that you found enjoyment that you're going to get like $200 million live action sequel to Rebels and uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. Because on, on, paper, on paper, Ahsoka should be the best thing ever. This is a character who's had an arc over the uh, course of 20 years. Uh, it's been paid off to in spades. People have grown up with the character. She's like, uh, if there's anyone who's deserving of a girl boss power hour, uh, it's this character. Mm-hmm. Um. So I hope Rosario Dawson, like whatever's not clicking, clicks
0: in the next few episodes. Right. All right. Um. So let's see. My final thoughts. Uh. Let's see. Um. So far, I, I I'm good. I I think like we won't have to worry. We won't have to worry too much about uh Kathleen Candy interference that ruins shows because um out of the gate. It's kind of set up how she wants things to be. So, like, instead of, like, you know, we, we really just wanted to have a really good Obi-Wan Kenobi show. But, you know, they couldn't let that, they just couldn't let that happen. Especially Obi-Wan with Luke Skywalker. So, Kathleen yeah. Kennedy has to come and go, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, you can have Obi-Wan. But we need to have this Reva character, too. And instead of Luke, uh, we use Leia. Oh, okay, fine. And then it ruins everything. And then, like, you'll be then, out close. And then, of course, look.
2: they have to gank the coolest shot in Obi-Wan from the, uh, between, from the duel between Ahsoka and Vader. Yeah.
0: Oof, yeah. And then, yeah. um... Okay, and then what, what other things did they mess up? Oh, oh, Mandalorian! Oh, we're having a great time! And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Could you make a woman, though, be the Mandalorian instead? And then Season 3 happens, they start moving things around. But here, like naturally we have only female characters you can't have to force anything you don't have to change anything we just already have all the characters she wants to have and then dave filoni gets to do his work that he does and i think that means we're going to have a good show and then hopefully she'll be gone by season two and we can have a better show but yeah that's uh
2: it's funny you going have a second season
0: <laughs> I, I oh yeah so yeah yeah so um um I do worry about the the ratings like I think it's I think it's great but I, like we've discussed I think it might have my my point of view is skewed so hard because I love these characters so much that to me uh, my biased view says that when you look at it it's all it, it looks like it could be new characters and you should be able to pick up from right here. And the colors are beautiful, so that it should bring in a bunch of people. But I can see a casual person going, "Who fuck is Ahsoka?" Never mind. And then it's like not watching it.
2: But the vibe I'm getting from that series is this is going to be a one and done uh, season because this is kind of like Picard season three to the first five, the first four seasons of Rebels for Filoni. This is just him wanting to give the characters from Rebels the true last voyage home ending that. Um, he wasn't able to do with the animation. I think he just intentionally stubbed the end of the animated series in case, you know, whatever Kennedy Star Wars wanted to deal with it. And now he's just like, nah, okay, maybe I should just finish this up before things really go haywire. I see these as the new
0: flagship, flagship characters. That's what I think that their intention is. Like, and that's what... like I, Yeah, like I said, it's hard to see from here, because I'm it's am early to sorry, Ahsoka, how could it miss, guys? Guys, so if it's if it's the fantasy that I think, then um, we get at least four seasons of these characters, and
1: you're you're the, not the, getting the, that. Uh, the best you're gonna mm-hmm. get is that this. All feels like um, it's being set up for um, the the eventual uh, TV verse crossover
0: movie. Yes, and I, I feel this yeah. guy at least at least one more season, but I feel at least maybe two before a movie. You, you're not
1: getting a second season. You, 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 the way I think, you'll, you'll get the movie, and then maybe if the ratings are good, you'll get a second season.
0: You don't you, think I'll get that, a second season called Sabine
1: Wren?
2: No. All right, all right. Star Wars Ahsoka, Sabine Wren.
0: <laughs> yeah, something. Like, like I said, Like um, what I see on the screen looks very so fully formed that they wouldn't spend this much money and effort on just one season. And they also don't have much else. Like they, they, the from here they have they can continue with Mandalorian. They got one more season of Andor. Uh, they got okay, okay, they got they got the other stuff. They got
2: Stranger uh, Things,
1: yeah, the Acolytes. We've got the, the Origin of the Jedi movie. Uh, we've got the Ray movie. Oh, crew.
2: Uh, thats still there too. I oh yeah.
1: quite,
0: I do. I, I I suspect those. I don't uh, the Ray movie and the, the the Origin of the Jedi movie. I. Highly question if those are gonna happen.
1: I think you you've every every good reason to be doubtful about whether or not those will ever hit the uh screen. Um right. skeleton crew's already so, filmed th- though, right? Yeah, mostly
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
2: All right. Plus we, um, plus we don't know what's gonna survive the Iger apocalypse and what's gonna come out on the other on the other side of the strikes. So
0: And if like all these rumors of Kathleen Katie moving out of LA and all that other stuff is true. Jeez, anyway, um <laughs> All right, I think that I think that's uh, that's it. Did should we did anything else we need to cover?
2: No, I think oh, that pretty much covers it for our first two episodes. We'll just see where we'll the next six go.
0: Rock on, uh, MJ. Where can we find more of you on the internet?
2: You can hear more of my mindless drivel on all the socials as MJ three three four two. That's E-M-J-A-Y three three four two. Your drivel is mindful. Okay, <laughs> very mindful. <laughs>
0: Depends, on what day. Depends on what day you catch me. <laughs> Isaac, where can we find more of you and your work on the internet?
1: Uh, you can find me at Lobster Magnet Reviews. Uh, check out all my long video essays. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the my, my main hub. Right
0: on. And you can find me at Keith Hayward on Twitter, at Keith Justice on Instagram. And you can find this podcast and more on popgeeks.com, our intro and outro are done by the Starkadian. And thank you to Brian Klein, of uh, Brian, quote-unquote, Sonic Clank Klein, for uh, doing our episodes. Um, he just did a documentary on Doom. So look up Sonic Clang and Doom, and you should be able to find it. And Or shoot, I should be able to just bring it up on the screen real quickly uh, so you can see it. Sonic, Clang, Doom, Bam, and of course this is not what it is thank you brian for everything you've done for me and thank you for listening uh we'll be back with something else and we're out of here thank you for listening take care geek out geek out